0: Welcome to Rising Moon Astrology. This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology welcoming you to My podcast. I release podcast episodes for each new and full moon, occasionally for other special astrological events, but generally the new and full moons, which are my focus. My website, risingmoonastrology.com, has information about the readings I offer as a consulting astrologer and some other information about my background and astrology in general. I'm also on Instagram as Rising Moon Astrology. And I have a newsletter if you'd like to receive this information in your email inbox. The music that you hear is composed and performed by flautist Suzanne Tang. The track is called September Angels, and her music is available through magnitudes.com. Welcome to the full moon in Sagittarius, Jupiter's sign. The sign of journeys of all kinds, um, exploring new everything and diving deep, getting under the surface, coming to grips with deep structure and new understandings. All of this is part of Sagittarius. Sagittarius. And we're also in a time of endings, or at least an inflection point in the year. This full moon happens at the very end of Gemini and Sagittarius, which means that before we reach the next new moon, we will move through the gate of the solstice, A time of celebration, the height of summer in the Northern Hemisphere, and yet also a recognition that we've reached a high point, a key point, and will now be moving toward autumn and winter. All the more reason to enjoy the fun, the play, and the exploration of this full moon in Sagittarius Tomorrow morning, Tuesday, we reach the full moon in Sagittarius, which means the moon will appear most full in the sky tonight. This full moon combines fire and air to ignite perception, exploration, communication, and new ideas. Mercury, ruling the Gemini sun, entered Gemini earlier today, Now we can fully feel how Gemini sparkles, jokes, juggles, and laughs, ready to greet the world as a wonderful place, full of fun and unexpected things. Jupiter, ruling the full moon, rides through early Aries, full of a forward drive we haven't felt in recent months. This Jupiter in the first decan of Aries is one Austin Kopic describes as full of raw energy and power. This Jupiter longs for independence. Jupiter is in turn ruled by Mars. Here we realize that following our own star has consequences. Mars is tightly conjunct Chiron at the full moon, This could show up as realizing we must stand on our own to heal ourselves. Or, having chosen an independent path, we might feel triggered or wounded if others fail to fully support us. Both could be true, of course. The key thing to notice is that Mars and Chiron are together, linking direct action with patterns of wounding one way or another. Venus in Taurus is between Uranus and the North Node. These three are in conjunct to the moon, an awkward connection. We feel our Venusian self shaken up by the two change agents she's sitting with. Venus in slow, patient Taurus, needs time to adjust. The Sag Moon, not knowing what to do with these feelings of dislocation and upset, charges off into the sunset to get away for a while. Let's note this is not a bad thing. We cannot be in intense, focused challenge all the time. Our bodies, minds, and psyches need rest and play. process and then integrate new stuff. We play with new ideas. We play with personal style, how we dress, how we present ourselves. We experiment with new roles we might want to assume. Our bodies play in movement, whether sports, dance, or goofing around. We can be playful in relationships, whether new or well-established. All of these are how we learn, how we explore ways to be human. Sun and Moon are squared by Neptune and Pisces. Neptune encourages play, as this is also one way we loosen up our thoughts, perceptions, and emotions. Play is not always superficial. Neptune can invite us into some deep kinds of play. It's worth mentioning that Neptune's presence offers a warning against overdoing it. When it comes to mind-altering substances and experiences, Neptune creates more sensitivity and reactivity. Tonight and tomorrow, choose wisely and know that a little can go a long way. Saturn, trining and sextiling the Sun and Moon, will help keep us on the straight and narrow In this chart, though, I see Saturn being a bit indulgent as we kick back, relax, and have a little fun. Saturn knows we need downtime to recharge. Decisions will need to be made soon enough. The Sun in the third, final decan of Gemini feels the impending call to make important choices. The solstice arrives soon, This is the time in a number of mythic traditions when one god dies so another may live until the next solstice when the death and rebirth happens again. The moon in the third and final decan of Sagittarius also faces endings. This decan ruled by Saturn brings us into alignment with what is necessary. Not what we like, or prefer, but what must be done to accomplish our goals. This framework for the full moon ends up sounding rather serious. So where's the play? Play becomes a choice. Facing difficulties with wry humor and the willingness to try out a new perspective. Choosing joy in the midst of challenge. Choosing to honor our need to play, recognizing this as a source of creativity as well as enjoyment. Where does this full moon illuminate your chart? Which houses do the sun and moon fall in? Do you have planets or points close to or closely aspecting the sun and moon? These connections help us sort out where to look for those new perspectives, including a renewed sense of play and its value. This is Mary Pat Lynch. Of rising moon astrology and it's true that just after this full moon I will be taking a trip. I will be having my own sense of play that includes um, important connections and reconnections and exploring. I hope that this full moon points you to your own chance to play, to play for fun, to play for creativity, to play for enjoyment, to play as a respite from the challenges of the world. As always, thank you so much for listening.